What do you think is going to happen with Patrick Kane? Play for a million bucks somewhere. <laughs> do you think he'll go back to the Rangers? No. You think he could come to Buffalo? Um, I doesn't seem like a Kevin Adams type of move to me. So no. Why, 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 why do you say that? Why do you, why do you say that that's not a Kevin Adams move? If you can get Patrick Kane, and let's just say hypothetically that he's going to play with uh, uh, Quinn and um, uh, Cousins, and now you have your top six forwards, do you not think that Patrick Kane um, can be a player that Cousins and, and Quinn can learn and benefit from? He certainly can. No, no. I, yeah, but is it now we're talking about the same makeup, right? This team needs a different type of player. And believe me, I'm the first one. Patrick Kane is a, one of the best players I've ever played against and I've ever seen. Do you think he still has game? Do you think, I he, think still- he still has game? But to me, again, to me, the New York Rangers. If he was going to go there or if he, when he went there, to me, he needed to be a depth player and not a PP1 guy because they had all that. He would have been a great, you know, third line player, buy in, play 10, 12 minutes, second power play. And if there's an injury, boom, now you're in. You think he would be a great addition to the Sabres? I, 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 I do. I do think he would be a great addition to the Sabres. I I, I think that um is is JJ Paterka um who's who plays the left left side, is he the player to play on the second line next year? I know he's a very good player, but can you not play him on the third line with uh with uh, a Casey Middlestat? Like I, I think that you could have an extremely, extremely powerful team next year. I think Patrick Kane has won three Stanley Cups. I think he's a calming influence. I think he would, he would, um, you know, garner, take pressure off of, you know, even the first line. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I when you look at Patrick Kane, I would be here, putting him if uh, I would want him here, and I would be putting him on the left wing with Dylan Cousins and Jack Quinn. That's what I just said. Yep. Hundred percent. Sorry, I'm reading. Hundred percent. I would do the exact same thing. And and I'm going to tell you this. I I know that Jack Quinn, for an example, has the ability to play the left side. I know he's a right-handed shot, but he has the ability to play the left side because, um, Patrick Kane is a left-handed shot that li- likes to play on the right, just like you did, right? Uh, right, yep. Thomas. Like, I mean, you you were you were a guy that liked to play the offside, open yourself up for one-timers, quick shots, things like that. Um. I, I just think, I mean, are you kidding me right now? Like, I mean, Jack Quinn, I think is going to be, I think he's going to take off. I think he's going to have a, a better year, much better year than what he did this year. I think um, Dylan Cousins is going to be a very important piece to this hockey team also. I mean, you you signed Patrick Kane for, you know, an, a reasonable price for a couple years. I think he would grossly help this team. Now, that being said, Thomas, I think you hit it on the head. You have not addressed issues, right? You know, maybe more of a, a physical present type type issues. But man, 
this team is this team would really be elevated if you added Patrick Kane. And all the points you make is great, but uh, you bring him in now. You got to move more out. You can't just add him to the group you have and think you have something special, in my opinion. And the last thing I wanted to touch on with you guys and get your opinions is the shitstorm that's happening in Winnipeg. If I'm Kevin Adams, I'm not worried about Patrick Kane. I'm making one phone call yesterday. For who? Uh, Mark Shifley, Blake Wheeler, Lowry. Yeah. And who else? I'm thinking Lowry and I'm thinking one more guy. Are you and thinking clearly, the, French, the French kid, Pierre-Luc Dubois? Nah, he ain't staying. He's he, he wants to go to Montreal. Would love him. Would love to take him. It's the easiest acquisition Montreal's ever going to make. A guy just bounces yep. around and waits his time out in the league until he can go play where he wants. Fuck. Yeah, would love I to would, have him. I would do a Lowry, and I'd also be going after a guy that I, I don't think you would ever really under, know his name. But it's the Stanley kid on defense who's an absolute mutant, and he plays a plays a, a pretty strong physical I think we're brand like of hockey. Five now. Who is it? I, you're not talking Connor, Halbeck and Lowry. And to get good players, I know you got to give up players, and I'm okay with it. Halbeck and Lowry. Well, you're talking to Matt Savoy because he's a Western kid. Right there. Yep. He's right in Winnipeg, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Casey Middlestad. I wouldn't give him up. He's playing too good. He's he's a depth guy you need on the third line. He's okay. playing too good. Wouldn't give him up. Okay. I think Savoy is a key piece. I mean, the kid, I, I don't know no his question. game at all. Just stats. Seems like UPL. he's absolutely lighting you, it up. You're going to have to give UPL. I'd be giving oh, up if, uh, if they take him. Go ahead. I'd be giving up a Yoki Haru. You're not saying yeah. that Levi, are you, Thomas? No, 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 okay. no, no, okay. not, not Levi. I'm saying Savoy is the main piece, right? Okay. He's he's the main piece. I, I don't think after that it doesn't. I, I don't know how much more we'll take after that. Maybe a first round pick and or a second round pick and. Uh, Yokiharu and I don't even know who, right? But uh, Savoy is a huge piece. They're going to need a goaltender back. They're going to need a goaltender back. If you're if you're moving Hellbuck, then they're going to want a young up and coming. I think Ukapakalukan is a guy that my my only concern is 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 to even have this conversation as Kevin throughout the last year and so he's he's talked about not wanting to smother. Um great young players and by bringing in hellbuck you're smothering levi no you're not because in today's game you don't need to have 60 games 65 Look what just games. happened in boston Le- levi Le- levi plays 38 games next year and hellbuck plays the rest that's 44 maybe it's a little bit of a bigger split maybe it's i guess i guess my my thought is hellbuck's got one more year at 6.1 million dollars 6.2 million dollars okay he's a guy that we could we could all probably agree is in the top three best goaltenders in the game he's an unrestricted at the end of next year do you want to re-sign hellbuck 
I don't think you do because you have Levi. So I, I'm not sure if Hellbuck, even though, man, like I would love to have him, but I don't, I think you're going to have to pay him a massive amount of money to get him signed to a contract. And I don't know if that is the, the player that Kevin is going to want because he is going to want Devin Levi next year to play half these games or at least in the thirties. Yeah. Right. No, I it's, mean, it's, it's a good, it's a good point, right? Because he's gonna, he's how old is Hellbuck? 28, 29. He's 29 right now. He's going to be 30 uh, in 17 days. Are we really going to let Devin Levi prevent you from going and getting arguably the best goaltender in the NHL right now? Well, that's, that's been, uh, Well, Riffs like, does make a good point because yeah, Hellbuck's not a, a guy you re-signed for a two-year deal, right? Or a three-year deal. He's going to command five, six years. And he, he he's literally at the peak of his game right now. And he's going to play and he's going to he's going to sign a contract at the age of 31. Okay. Yeah. And at 31, he's probably going to sign minimum, absolute minimum six years or or maybe even longer. I mean, it's all going to be front loaded. You know, like how his his deal yeah. is going to go down. He's he's one of the greatest goaltenders in the game right now. I don't know if that's the the play for the Sabers because the Sabers truly believe that they have something very special in Levi. The way he prepares on the ice, off the ice, the way he everything about him, they he's impressed. It's almost like he's like this old soul. He's this this young whippersnapper kid that that's walked into the organization, but now all of a sudden, once you're around him and you watch him prepare, not only in practice and games off the ice, and you realize that this isn't normal. We've got something really special here. So let's 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 not smother the kid. Let's get someone that is really going to be a a calming influence for Levi. But let's not smother him, right? Right. I don't and know. Again, I don't know and, who and, that and, goaltender is going to be. And you are right. And uh, you know, maybe I just John got Gibson. a bit too excited when it, it sounds like it's going to be a fire sale there. But another team with Hellbuck that came to mind was the LA Kings. The LA Kings have him. I don't know how they can make that work, but anyways, I, let's I get Lowry. Comes down, I guess it comes down to like Connor Hellbuck basically said at the end of the year meetings that he does not want to go through a rebuild rebuild. Right. He is not. And I repeat not Do he's, he won't have to, he's going to be the piece that, that brings in pieces that are going to, will be part of their rebuild. Blake, Blake Wheeler got his C taken from him after playing in this, on this team for many years, Mark Shifley, is has not been happy. It's been known the last couple of years that he has not been happy. I mean, Pierre-Luc Dubois, a guy that they traded Patrick Line, the second overall pick, and he is not happy. He is going to be an unrestricted free agent in one year from now. I mean, there's going to be a lot of change in Winnipeg. Winnipeg's going to be the team that in the next couple of years, they're going to be last for a long time, but they will build it through the draft. The other thing is I don't think you want to pay 
goaltender. It, it, it seems like teams are 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 going in the opposite direction of paying goaltenders tons of money, like the Carey Price making ten and a half million. Um, I think there's so many good goaltenders out there that you have to almost be lucky, like to walk into a Schmied right now who makes seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, who's twenty two, and two years ago he was playing in the USHL Junior League. I mean. Um, no, that's that's your Levi. Yeah, I'll ask you this. I'll ask you this one last question on on Winnipeg. You 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 said you alluded to really liking um, the game of Casey Middlestad. Fifty nine points this year. Played awesome the last 15, 20 games of the season. You talk about Adam Lowry. Talk about six foot five, two hundred twenty pound centerman, third line center. Would you trade those two players straight up if you had the option, or are you staying away from that? God, I love Lowry. So do I. But Lowry's thirty. You got Casey yeah. Middlestad who's twenty four. I, I, I don't think, think Middlestad is a guy I would be willing to give away. Or give away. I'm not, obviously, you're not giving away. You're getting a really good player. I just think. So, are you okay with the three centers that, that the Sabres have right now, then? Tage Thompson, today's game, Dylan yes. Cousins, and, and Casey Middlestad. Are you, when you look at those three centers and what they did this year, one guy had 94 points, the next guy had 68 points, the next guy had 59 points with a shit bomb of goals, and they're all super young. Cage Thompson's what, 25, Casey Middlestat, 24, and Dylan Cousins, 22. Are you happy with that center core, those first three, moving forward? Yeah, I am. I think they need to change their game a bit, and that's coaching, but I love those three centers. I think they're, they all can skate the game. They are all can make plays. And yeah, I don't know, man. That's I think you need more of a guy like Lowry in that third line, like a Charlie Coyle, like a Ryan O'Reilly, like a yeah. That then that, that's fine if you have that guy. Yeah, yeah I yeah. think Middlestack can play the wing. He's creative enough. He's good enough. And if there's an injury, great, boom, great there's the point. other center. Great point. Because I don't think I don't think Casey Middlestad is is a guaranteed center. If you were to acquire an hour in Adam Lowry. Somehow mm-hmm. he makes 3.25. He's a big physical, you know, he play, he kills penalties, which is what this team needs. They need to find some penalty killers. Um, he is a really, really inter- interesting piece. And if anything were ever to be the spidey senses were tingling that he would be available, man, you would have to try and do your best to get that, that, that person. Because he's exactly what the Sabres need. A lot of guys want out of Winnipeg. Yeah. It's, it's, what it a, will be interesting. I'm, I'm with Riffs. I think that team coach, is going to suck over the next four or five years. What a ridiculous comment by that coach. The end of the I year. I can't believe they said he's coming back next year. I wonder, I wonder when, when, when you make that decision already. When you make that decision already. I wonder if... There has been a collective conversation between ownership, president, GM, and then say 
to a very veteran, very, very veteran coach, we need you to go out and we need you to ruffle the feathers. Okay. And what I mean by that is now the players are pissed off players at the end of the year, calling their agent saying, get me the hell out of this place. I'm friggin' done. And that's exactly what Winnipeg wants. They know that Shifley, Wheeler, all of their guys, those guys, I think those, those players have said pieces. that in camp already. Yeah, at the start of last year, right? Right. So I don't think there was any. The the one guy I feel really bad for there is um, uh, Kyle Connor. Kyle, Kyle Connor. Connor. <laughs> Love him. That kid's seems a to, gamer. He seems to shut his mouth and just play. He is awesome. He's a great player, but he ain't going anywhere. So I feel bad for him. Josh, Mor- he's gonna, Josh Morrissey's going to die in the NHL. I die as an NHLer. Uh, as one of the best defensemen on the on a terrible team for the next number of years, too. What a waste of talent that's going to be. Six years, uh, five more you years. You don't think they'll move him? God, it's a hell of a cap hit, too. I man. would uh, listen if you're if you are going to make a change and go in a different direction. I would be moving Josh Morrissey because Josh Morrissey has not ever in in his in his playing career had the stature around the league i think he would garner a ton of of first rounders prospects this that and the other um you know we're talking we're going to get moved you're going to have mark shifley's going to be moved you're going to have pierre luc dubois will be moved and then you're just going to run with your nito nita rider your you know nikolai ehlers will be your top guys and you know, they'll play I, out their contracts. I would go, I'd bring Nina Ryder here. I'd bring Nina Ryder here as a, as a, a third line winger. And the last thing I'll say is the Sabres third pair left shot defenseman is on the Winnipeg Jets right now. And he's making 3.9. Third pair left shot Stanley. No. You like no. him? It's not Stanley. Brennan Dillon. Brennan Dillon. Dylan and Labushkin. You There's got to be better out there. <laughs> you just, you won't give me shit today, Thomas. You won't give me. No, I, I, I like Dylan. I like his physicality, his game. He's tough to play against. Well, you know, Gudis isn't leaving Florida. That's the but other is guy. That, is that the right player? Um, for the third line pairing, because you got to realize, I mean, you, you have Samuelson, Darlene will be a pair and you'll have Owen power and whoever they bring in. Maybe it's going to be Yoki. Haru. Those four guys are going to play most of the game. They'll play 50 minutes out of the 60. So that leaves 10 minutes for your third pair. If those four guys play all the minutes, then you're not, you're not making the playoffs. Mm. Mm. I disagree with that. I think Owen Power next year will improve. I think he will get better. I think he will get stronger and smarter yeah, and understand. That, that's one guy. I love him. Darlene. Great. Okay. Matthias Samuelson. There you go. Then you're halfway there. So you're not you're not you're saying that Yoki Haru is not the, the top four guy that you're looking for. Not to play with Owen Power. No. Do you, do you ever- see him as a top four guy? I would love to stand in that front and have Yoki Hara be uh, who I play against. Be awesome. What do you got? Five I think we feet? have to go after a guy in Dallas. Yanni 
Hakapa. <laughs> I say that right, Thomas? Th- that's one of your better ones. Yeah, I like him. Yanni Hakapa. That's yep. who we need right there. That's a wrap on another episode of After the Whistle. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, After the Whistle, and at Craig Reve 52 at the Instigator76. You can find us, as you already know, on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube, and anywhere else where you can get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to spread the word.